Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to the Comedy Trap Welcome to the Comedy Trap House. My ass is wet. Spill, spill water. Um, welcome back to another episode of the Comedy Trap House. I am your host, Rome Green Jr. In the building with me, I got Cam. It's been a wild week. I got Emmanuel. It's been an emotional week. It's been an emotional, wild week. How the fuck do I spit? Having wet anything just ain't fun with clothes on. Socks, ass. But yeah, um, I, I want to get into something real quick this morning. So, you know, we told y'all before we've been getting up at four forty five during the week in order to be out in the house by five and do our, uh, you know, run or whatever we're going to do for the day. <clears throat> Last night, I forgot to set it to four forty five. I set it to five. So I was in the midst of a dream and I heard a knocking. And then I heard a knocking again, and it was loud. And then I woke up, and it was a knock on my door. And it's pitch black, so I'm like, wait, what's going on? And I hear a voice that says, you ready? I was like, huh? And it took me a second to register that it was Cam knocking on my door because it was 4.55, so it wasn't quite 5 o'clock. And... The sheer panic, the sheer emotions that I went through. I went through scared something happened. I'm panicking what's going on to realizing like, oh, okay, I'm just, I just need to get up. <laughs> and like when you get woken up out your sleep, you are just everywhere. And it just like, I was just in complete shock and awe. And then, then I think I got up a little too fast. So I was a little dizzy and I was trying to figure out what was going on. You want to catch a man vulnerable, catch him with <laughs> When he sleep, when he first waking up, nigga turns into a complete baby. I walk around the room, I ain't got no drawers on. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I'm like, okay, uh, all right. Let me you was on. in pajama pants? No, no I, mean, I mean, I mean, I ain't had no shorts on. So I'm trying, trying to get my gym shorts, and then I picked the wrong bin. I'm about to put my pants on over my my arm. I'm like, oh god, okay, let me just calm down, sit down for a second. <laughs> just sit the fuck down. It's a scary situation. And relax. <laughs> like a newborn deer. Oh yeah. You don't know what's going on. 
Um, but yeah, man, let's get into uh, this wild week that's going on. I'm ready. What we got? <laughs> Little ass nigga Cam blanked out for a second. Uh, well, uh, I didn't blank. No, I thought you was about to get into it. <laughs> oh, no, my bad. Uh, so the NBA versus Kyrie. That sounds like that sounds funny. So essentially, Kyrie Irving. Uh, well, the NBA is supposed to start back up um, soon, and Kyrie is essentially saying that he thinks um, the NBA season shouldn't start up right now in the midst of everything that's going on in the, um, you know, in the Black Lives Matter uh, movement and everything that's going on with the uh, recent, you know, killings of black people and everything like that. And the NBA is, on the other hand, like, hey, look, you know, we understand what's going on. We still want to, you know, move forward. And I guess my question is, how do you guys feel about it? I felt as if, why can't you do both? I'm on the side of Kyrie. Like, honestly, like, the reason why I feel like this protest is worldwide and global right now mm-hmm. because we had no distractions. Mm-hmm. Everyone was forced to be home because of COVID. And because of that, you were forced to look at what's going on in the world. And because of that, we got all these big protests and all this momentum right now. And basketball could be a distraction. Now, granted, if they do decide to play, I'm on the side with Chris Burchard. That's his name, right? Was saying where don't just, like, say you don't want to play. Have an action plan. He had good points, like have the owners have to give money to certain organizations or have the owners have to uh, have a pipeline to bring on black workers and their companies outside the NBA or had the owners invest in all the sports arenas at HBCU so those get, they can compete with the bigger white university. So yeah. have something to gain from it. And if they deny that, then you don't play. And that's how you use your power. So imagine if NBA and NFL players teamed up together and said, we ain't playing no sports. Shit going to get done. Yeah, that's billions sure. of dollars on the line. Now, of course, they may try to combat it with lawsuits and shit, and I know every player can't afford to do it, but sometimes yeah. it's bigger than bigger than you, I just and you got to make that sacrifice. It feels like it's a long-term thing, though. I don't know what them playing right now, I don't know what it's going to necessarily affect, to be honest with you. I don't know if it's going to affect people not paying attention to, to what's going on like because well one we haven't been in this particular situation but I don't think like this is a thing that's been going on for years and years and I think with them playing right now maybe there's a way to incorporate both like maybe there's a way that instead of just wearing you know we understood when people wore the you know the I can't breathe shirt when they did that uh, the NBA did that wore the I can't breathe shirts and everything but maybe now they can do things where they can put actual numbers on the screen that for the cities that they're in, if they're if they're in, I don't know, Texas, maybe they can put city council numbers on the screen. You know, different things so like what that. So, your argument is for them to play? Like, you think they should play? I, I don't see nothing wrong with them playing. No, I don't see nothing wrong with them playing. I know it's a lot going on, but I just don't necessarily see anything wrong with them playing. I feel like you can do both. I feel like you can you can play your sport, your career, do your thing, and still be active and still do what you need to in the community. That's just, I mean, but that's just me. So I disagree, and the reason I disagree mm-hmm. is because now is the time for action, mm-hmm. and everybody's taking action. And like what Cam stated, the only reason we're in this place where a bunch of change is about to come is because everyone, essentially, coronavirus. 
stuck at yeah, home, yeah, you won't have yeah. nothing else to do. Now we got the whole world paying attention mm-hmm. to this one movement. And an NBA wants to come and say, well, basketball fans, watch us. We're, we're playing. Yeah, we'll, we'll shout you out. But this is what we're going to do weekly. Or I don't know how many yeah, know how they, games yeah. play a week. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is a distraction. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, especially if you're black. Mm-hmm. And that's most of the NBA mm-hmm. and NFL and a lot of sports. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, could you capitalize off of it if they start back up? Sure. I'm, you know, but now to me is not the time for symbology. Nobody wants to hear this shit. Like, you know, you could put all the fists up during games you want. Mm-hmm. But until there's actually give them a team. That's what I want to see. Give them, you know, let's get power in in mm-hmm. in, in this. That's, what I'm saying. I mean, That's why I agree with Chris. Like, have actions behind uh, not playing. Like, yeah, you, you just saying don't play just because of protest. I'm still with that, but still have an action with it. Get something from yeah, you it. Use something your leverage it. that yeah, you yeah, have yeah, right now. Course, like, use that shit. I was listening to a story when they were saying during the early days of the NBA that uh, for them to get a players' union – um, Kareem, I think it was Kareem and a couple other guys, the bigger stars at the time, sat out. They mm-hmm. said they're not playing mm-hmm. until you recognize us as an organization, the players' union as an organization, and to hear us. And so they took action. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, just, so just to get, out to get change. So I'm not just saying sit out for, yeah. you know, there is something to being a distraction, but at the same time, they have power, they can make change happen. Yeah. Whether that's getting a team or recognize just like yo we need even asking the nba yo uh we'll come back but every commercial break we need black live mm-hmm, black some type lives of... promotional mm-hmm. campaign or, or but see stuff something. like that don't really work for me because if you don't you can easily tune that out like when they were saying talk right. after the game or before the game anyone who don't want to see that just I'm not watching pregame or postgame or commercials. I'll just change it. And that's why I'm it's like keep the focus. What, what, the best thing, in my opinion, to do is probably keep the focus on this, everything that's going on. People use the, the reason sports and, and movies and everything exists is a distraction. That's literally what it's mm-hmm. for. It's to escape. Right now, we don't need people to escape. We need you to sit we, in we, it. We need you to sit Be in uncomfortable. it. We need you to feel it. We need mm-hmm. you to... Take it all in. So you, know you ever try to sit in a tub that's too hot? Well, when when do you like think it's right? Get in there. When do you think it's right to come back? See, and that's what is like one bonus on your argument because it ain't gonna change overnight. But that's what I'm saying. You just got to get something from this right now while you got the momentum. It could change overnight too. But it I could. just don't. I don't exactly. think it's gonna change overnight. That's what. That's why it's like it's a I, lot of things. Well, I'm saying like if, if if it depends, it depends on what the demands are. Okay. If they demand okay. yo. No, we, I'm talking we, about the general argument that people are putting up, like racism and all. That's not gonna change. I mean, of overnight. course, yeah. That's why yeah. they oh, continue no, no, to play. No, that's what I was yeah. referencing. No, 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 no. That's what I thought he was saying. But yeah, yeah. yeah, but I don't know if they have demands. I don't know if they do or not. But that is what they need if they're gonna continue to do this. Yeah, if they're gonna do it. You gotta have some type of, like you said, gotta have some type of action behind it. But um, it just goes. I'm just. Yeah, my general question just would be when do any any sports or the biggest come one back? we can compare this to is nine eleven. And nine eleven is a little different because the country was in mourning, so yeah. then you wanted that distraction. So when football came back, they took off for a week, then but then when they came back, that was a a great thing. This yeah, is yeah. different. This is different. Yeah, we don't want distraction from this. This needs this needs change. This is this is one community is in mourning, and another community could eradicate that. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you just, I think you just have to pose the question, like, when when do you just, when does it not come back? Just I mean, cancel all sports back? for the rest of this yeah, year? Yeah, I mean, that's Fuck what I said. Like, if that's the case, you got, I feel like you might just have to cancel sports for the Or give them their demands and you'll have your sports. Because yeah. it ain't going to work just like letting NFL players kneel now without, you know, bashing them. What's that going to do? Yeah. Man kneeled and you seen where the app came from that. Like, wearing I can't breathe shirts, okay. Nah, we need more. Yeah. Need more. Need need. Stuff I need move, tangible yeah. things. That's why I say it has to be something different. It has to be like now. I got to be like I said. How they said, uh, you know, they have free resources for the Black Lives Matter movements by, you know, calling these numbers, putting in the money here or da da. da. It just has to be something. But to I want more than more. donations. But I that's want what I'm saying. You got tangible. It's, it's got like, I don't know what the tangible. That's why I say things. watch Chris Brochard's yeah. yeah. interview on who was he on. I forgot who he was on, but he made great points. Like yeah. certain things they can implement that okay. will bring change. Like, got you. Well, yeah. Yeah, man. Morals changing very fast. This week has been a tough fucking week, boy. But, um, yeah, I, I think the the fight. I, I salute Kyrie. You know what I'm saying in this moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially yeah. because because I don't. Yeah. Thought- I don't think it's he's wrong at all. I don't think he's wrong for saying what he said. And he has backers: Dwight Howard, Patrick yeah. Beverly, yeah. his other players that. <laughs> Mo, but what he said made a great point. Because yeah, like, what's funny, the main argument oh, against go. Kyrie Irving is that his team's like a seven seed or not even in it. So it's like easy for you to say you coming off an injury, you may not be playing. So right. versus someone who has a chance to win a championship, well, who, Dwight's on, on Lakers. He, Lakers. And he said, right. he said, of course it will be amazing for me to win my first championship. It's been his dream. Right. But he said, Bringing the black community together and getting some change that's would be dream. even better. Yeah. And see, that's what I'm saying. Like so, that, the fact that Kyrie brought this to the forefront and said, "Yo, good. yes, we want NBA to come back. Everybody wants that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we, the people want to see. But let's really sit down and think about this. Mm-hmm. We are black people. Our people are suffering, and we're there's a movement that started beyond belief. Does our little game right now? I don't. I don't even mean to diminish it like that. Does our game right now? hold that much precedence over the whole movement yeah, of that's going not. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could could I feel comfortable just dribbling on the court thinking, yo, if I hear another black person died by police, mm-hmm. if I hear more, you know, protesters are mm-hmm. getting hurt and 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 answers aren't being uh, uh uh you know uh what we're asking for isn't being mm-hmm. given, then you know it, it, it's it's kind of weird to be just playing this game. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh they should be. I, I think this is a good thing, and I think they should be fighting for something. They 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 gotta have that tangible thing. Yeah, and because I get it. All the people. Did you break your foot? No. Oh Duh, shit, that's, that's a shoe. That's funny, dude. Dog, I thought you you had on a foot cast, my nigga. Oh, that looks like a foot. Yeah. Hold it to the camera. They see it. You gotta take your shoe off and hold it up there. Come on, hold it up, can please. That shit look. You can hold it up. I'm not gonna grab your shoe, nigga. Yeah, I'm not oh. grabbing my shoe either. What you mean? You're not grabbing your shoe? <laughs> That's your shoe. But you want it up, dog. No. That's funny. It do like a little foot cast. Look like fly ass foot cast. It look comfortable too. What, what were we saying? Uh, but yeah, no. Basically, it just has to. Like I said, it's nothing wrong with. It's great that Kyrie brought it up, and I see both sides, but it's like, you know, whatever. It just has to be, like I said, tangible. I got to go listen to what he said, the, the tangibles of what he uh, what he was talking about. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I don't know. 
did this just, when did he say this like a couple days ago like this was this week like this maybe week, two yeah. days ago they yeah. had a uh call with like players and everything and yeah he's the leading voice on not coming back to play yeah which well makes yeah. a lot of sense to me yeah because as we've been saying the reason why this is so big because no no distractions are out there right now mm-hmm. so how do you feel about the nfl that's got to be. It's got to be the same thing. Now, because there's twofold. You you just brought up to me that Ezekiel Elliott has uh, COVID, and that's mm-hmm. the thing nobody's talking about as well right now. I, well, I don't want to say nobody yeah, talking about it because it's right now it's kind of going back up. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's soaring it's, it's back soaring up. back up. So, um, the you know to say you're gonna play football with any fans, first of all, it's crazy. Just the players alone, where it's a contact sweaty sport mm-hmm. and then you got coaches that are over 60 you got trainers and, and doctors out there that are over sick that could catch this thing might like, not be a good idea <laughs> it's all and, right. and, and the, the 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 information changes every day yeah 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 so one minute you can't catch it from a surface right next minute you can one you know it's, and then it's, on top of all that um when it comes to nfl and uh, can't did you want to make a point real quick on that same I didn't want to take away. Oh, uh, yeah. I was just going to say the NFL, as you were saying, everything is so much risk at it. Like, even 24-hour fitness went in bankruptcy today, closing mm-hmm. out shit. It's like, that's one of the worst places. All this sweat and body fluid and all that. But as much as I love football, I love black people more. So, for the greater cause, if we got to sacrifice a season, so be it. Yeah, I know. I heard this story that the dude went to gym. It might have been Canada. They just opened gyms back up or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he who went uh, first day got the virus and got, gave his mom and his wife. Oh the virus. my god! <laughs> first day back at the gym. <laughs> Stay your ass like, off. It's like yo, what? people aren't listening. There. People are still acting like this just went away. It is uh, oh effort. Yeah, it definitely didn't go away. Hey, it's definitely out uh, there. But but on top this. of all that, the NFL too. Uh, I have a huge problem. Like, I've been, you know, a lot of the white people I follow, like, listen to, whether it be sports radio or just mm-hmm. philosophers, things like that. Sorry, you might be talking about something serious, but hey, man, I haven't seen you in a What's up, man? How you doing? It's been a rough week, Mike. It's oh, been man. a rough week, but talk. yeah, yeah, we'll talk later. But uh, um, we'll talk on here, too. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I'm, I don't like the fact that the NFL owners aren't saying anything. Have y'all noticed that? Yeah, NFL they, owners aren't saying that, anything. Yeah. Only one that's been feels called kinda, out is Jerry Jones, though. Every the players been called out. They, they call they, the only one they're calling out is Jerry Jones. Oh. The players that I've seen oh, yeah. on the Cowboys. No, like Richard Sherman called out Jerry Jones. Oh, oh. well, I mean, okay. you know, Jerry Jones is like the owner of the NFL, essentially. But you know, so they're probably just trying. To, I don't know. He's probably they're saying his silence is definite, yeah. basically. But. Yeah. uh yeah, it does feel weird, man. Like all the stuff that I, I was saying earlier, the, these p- white people I listen on radio, or whether yeah, it's yeah. you know podcasts or even Joe Rogan, all these people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I find it disheartening. I'm willing to not hear exactly what I want to hear, right? Mm-hmm. But when I when I hold you in high regard, and then when these issues of black topics come up, and there's a, a little dismissiveness, and there's this kind of like. You know, uh, you know, they'll get over it type of thing. Who do you That's hear what that I from? Feel. Just from everybody. everyone you name? For everybody. Yeah, like, no, just it, just the feelings there. And, and obviously, I'm at, you know, uh, we're all at a higher emotional state right now, right? But 
I, I just can't help like like just the NFL owners. I'll stick to them. They just haven't said anything. Yeah. And ninety percent of your employees are goddamn black. Black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether that's the people, uh, you know, probably the 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 players and the people that work in the stadium. Mm-hmm. So, it's very weird and very disheartening to know that they not. You know, it's not. It's not like we didn't expect this this whole time, right? I mean, it wasn't. It felt like. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not being funny right now, and I'm gonna shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean that's real. Yeah, they. I mean, they, they. Yeah, they had said nothing. I mean, Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you think they more so? These are the billionaires. Yeah, these are the American this is true. billionaires. That's true. Yeah, and they not saying nothing. You know, it's they very weird. They ship. They ship. They 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 kind of roll see, out their it, little uh, pawn out there. What's it? Uh, Goodell, and but, just to say some weird words, and still don't apologize to Kaepernick. But like uh, they said yeah. in the Jordan doc, without the players, the executives are nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, yeah. you can say vice versa, but. That's why like that's why it's important, that. but that's why it's important these black athletes gotta realize their power. They sometimes are more powerful than politicians <laughs> because of their popularity yeah. and their money yeah. and the stuff they could do. So if they lock down everything, change will come oh, yeah. expeditiously, as yeah. T.I. would say. Expeditiously, because all this money is billions of dollars at stake. Mm-hmm. That's when you get change made. Now, some something's gonna happen. Like you're gonna lose money, you may get sued, it's gonna be a big fight. It ain't gonna be easy. But trust me, shit will change. Yeah, yeah. Somebody got to be the Ali of this generation. Yeah, like, got to band together and I think it's gonna take up. multiple. But that's what I'm saying. You got, but come together. If NBA and NFL came together, oh, it's a wrap. Yeah. Shut shit down. Yeah, it yeah. should be, be a wrap. As one, if all the just the black players, if the black, yeah, or, or NFL, NBA, put their money together too. That be too. A wrap. Like it, any president that, like, let's say you know, like I, I would just think they would, the, any candidate. That we want for president mm-hmm. that are for black people. Like, I don't see no problem. They should have no problem with marketing dollars, any of that. 
Like every athlete, black athlete, I, and I don't want to hold them to that. Yeah, much yeah. Of but a, you're just saying what could, what you could, know, better the possibilities that. of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. of them putting everyone putting a million dollars to this one. Now you, you that's a hundred players. Yeah, a hundred million dollars, just Look, off that. You could even do this because I was watching Bob Johnson on Breakfast Club, right. former BT owner, billionaire. He was saying a multitude of things. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was talking about reparations, but he was saying black people can start their own political party because it's like, why choose between the lesser two evils, you know, with Biden and Trump? Mm -hmm. Trump, I mean, Biden, this feels like you black, you got to vote for him because you're going against Trump, which is most disrespectful shit. It's like, feels he don't have to do nothing for your vote. It's already a given. So he said what people can do, we can start our own political party and just vote there. And then you're forced, you're forcing these two people to actually give you something if they want your vote they have to earn it instead of just feel like they got it already mm. feel like they're entitled to it yeah that, so it's, it's okay you could do that, that. I, I, yeah. it's so much shit you could do um bob johnson, bob johnson. Bob johnson. Mm. go yeah. watch it I, I tell all y'all go watch that interview he was hitting on shit mm-hmm. like Definitely nothing. Check that, out. that shit was crazy it was crazy but it was a recent interview or? yeah yeah that was recent. last week okay this okay. last yeah yeah, I, I love what a lot that's happening. Again, I see a lot of good coming out of everything, but this this weekend or this week has this past week was rough, man. Just just it just felt like as bad far as what because I know yeah, we gotta, we gotta I, yeah, I don't want to go uh, step over anything. No, I'm saying we no. can go into it now. That's what yeah. I'm saying. This oh, I mean, may add to uh, it. It, I mean, one the the death of uh, Fuller, mm-hmm. Robert Fuller. Uh, that was the, that was at the Wendy's, right? No. No, no, no. That's the one who got hung. Yeah. That's, that's the one that got hung. Got one hung, yeah. one of the people yeah, that got hung. Uh, another black dude that got hung. It just felt like every other day it was a death. Yeah, no. Nah, it was And it was a black person and it was, you know, either police or some It was like side. a lynching every other day. That's what it was. Even felt a like. couple of trans people were killed. Like mm-hmm. one was chopped saw, up and thrown in a river. Jesus. Like crazy. Craziness. And not only that, it's like I hate how dismissive the police are. It's a suicide. Nah. Nah. Black people don't usually Hang ourselves like that, honestly. Especially not gonna go out in public place right in front of a, a, a courthouse. I, I mean, not a courthouse, a, a city hall, and do it. How do you chop yourself up? No, not that. that, that, that yeah, that. no, that, yeah, no. They can't. It was that. a suicide. Wait, man. I'm talking about the the hangings, the lynchings. So yeah. all of that is just don't add up. And then even the dude from a Wendy's, like sometimes cops just gotta use common sense. Yeah, man. yeah. Like I watched. All the angles now. Yeah. I mean, all the videos, the yeah. other ones. When you hear them talking, the man said his hotel right there. Yeah. Drive him to his hotel. Yeah, go to his hotel. Either take his keys so he got to pick it up here or drive him to the hotel, give the keys to the wife. Like, there's no reason he should be dead right now. Yeah, no. Nah. Or tell someone to come pick him up. We got pulled over one time in Atlanta. It was too many of us in the car. So, <laughs> legally, we couldn't have enough seatbelts for everyone. Instead of the cop being an asshole and trying to impound the car and do whatever, anything he wanted to do, he just said, I'm going to give y'all a break. Pull over to this parking lot, have someone come, and then y'all get to go. I won't give you a ticket. Easy as that. And then he also had a joke with it. He said, now y'all said y'all was coming from Agnes Scott. Ain't that an all-girls school? He was like, yeah. He's like, y'all ain't got no girls in the car with you. And this a, yeah, this a white that. cop. This, 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 this a white cop. This a white dude. Like. So it's like, you, it's no reason that nigga should be dead. And then he's running away from you. Yeah. Even if he had the taser gun, he's running he's away running from away. you. You shot him in the back. That's not self-defense. So I he said, is like, running. 
I, I was talking with this white guy that lives in my my uh, girl's building, and I was <laughs> I was like, like what happened? Like you know, I used to watch movies on TV or like TV shows mm-hmm. about like a small town. You know what I'm saying? Predominantly white, mm-hmm. right? And uh, uh, a sheriff will get the call at a bar. Oh. Uh, st- somebody's down here beating up guys or whatever must and like be gary drunk. again oh, they already be, know who it is well, they know who it is and it's like oh, it's, oh gary let me and they stop them from fighting whatever they might wrestle a little bit and like come on we'll take him home we'll make sure his car mm, yeah. gets picked up and drop off. y'all two drop it off everybody okay here cool like what happened to that but when i thought about it I don't think I've ever seen that. But because you live, but look, the thing is, all those movies I mean, like, that we love, you know, they were small. Dude, there was a small town, so everyone knows each other. True, true. It's but impossible that, to do shit like that in in these huge metropolis type cities. But metropolis? the thing, but the thing is, <laughs> what the suggestions people have now is like get cops from the neighborhood who live in the neighborhood, yeah. so that they know their people. Yeah. So absolutely. even if they're policing. Say so, a kid steals something. Mm-hmm. He goes in like, John, no, yeah. John, why are you stealing? Like, come on, man. You know better than that. My, my now, ad- now, now, he's going to work here to pay this off or something, something, but go home versus like I'm this a, nigga being know, killed because he's sleeping in a car. Yeah. That's how they say it, though. Like Amer- these American citizens in these neighborhoods are threats to us. Yeah. That's, that's how it's looked at that's more looked than... At, yeah. More than yo, we're supposed to protect and serve these people. Yeah, protect and serve is kind of like out of it. There's no protection. It's no protection when it's enforcement. It's not protection. Yeah, you, when you're not like there's need. There's not even you know people used to shoot people in the in the leg, or or in the foot, or or with a, hit them with a rubber bullet or something. But that is, they just shooting to kill. Like they shooting to Look, kill. I seen several videos this week. Yeah, I did too. I seen one where this white man is chasing a cop, and the cop runs away. He's chasing the cop, and the cop runs away, trying to get away from him. He steals the cop car. <laughs> he tries to steal the cop car, or he steals and he gets back in his car, and then hits the cop car. Nothing happened to him. I seen another video: of this white man wrestling a white woman cop and a white male cop, just wrestling them, wrestling them. They didn't, they didn't pull out their gun once. He jumps in their car, drives off. Nothing happens to him. I think a little kid that got shot. It just it just it just doesn't make and then even even seeing the video where this black it looked like a sergeant came up to the white cop who killed the dude said, "Uh, you you doing okay? I just want to make sure you good. You all right?" Like what the fuck? It's a nigga over here dead. You asking him if he's okay? Nothing is threatening. I seen an older video of a a, a, I don't know if it was from twenty sixteen twenty seven. People saying it was old, but it's still the same thing. Like. The the cop, I guess the the guy was an exterminator, and he had like a the little pellet thing to get the bug, like something. But it looks like a gun, so people, of course, was like, so he the cop is on the video and he's pointing the gun at the guy, and the and the guy is like trembling, scared. He's like, oh, what do you want? He's like, put your fucking hands down, put get on the ground. So the guy's on the ground. He was, like, I just don't want to be shot. And so he put the cop is like, and it's like, a, I don't know if it was a white guy. I think it might have been a white dude, but. The, he was like, put your hands behind your back. So he put his hand behind He's like, now I want you to lean to the floor. So he leans to the floor. Make sure your legs are crossed. I will shoot you. He's like, I don't know what you want me to do. Do you want to cross my leg? And of course, somebody's in a situation where you're pointing a gun at him. Then he says, crawl to me. The guy starts crawling. 
I guess the guy stops. He said, I didn't tell you to stop. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. How's a civilian who's not trained for these situations supposed to be more calm than the person who's trained for these situations? Like, Like you got the gun. You got the gun. How's he threatening you crawling? Like, what am I going to do? Yeah, man. Uh, Police are ridiculous, but, you know, I have a struggle with, you know, I know we're about to get into another thing with the trans. I guess you were talking about that. Well, I'm just saying that's That's all together together this week. Black people, like, they start protesting for them as well. It's like, all of this matters. All of it matters. All of it needs, everybody needs to get theirs off. But I am 100% first taking care of black people i mean yeah and stopping the brutality yeah. of them and making sure this fucking racism shit is dead man yeah so, um is that what made your week hard pretty much and seeing all that everything, back to man. back yeah everything. that's just, just a lot. going back and watching man i saw this video i saw this video and i'm 90 percent sure this is where they matter of fact let's watch it i'm 90 percent sure this is where they got get out hmm. came from mm-hmm. have y'all ever seen a video that's like look like that uh, like, the, like the movie I was watching I, I was going back watching obviously Malcolm X videos I was going back watching Louis Farrakhan videos I was going back watching interviews mm-hmm. just I was I was you know just just con- just digging in and and getting upset getting angry just you know and sometimes feeling sad as fuck I cried at least twice at least twice sometimes you gotta get it and out and it was either between if you ain't cried in a little while sometimes you gotta get it out and yes, I still beat off and at some point. <laughs> Cry, you cried and beat off. In nah, the I didn't have to time. beat off this time. I you know, want tears on your head. No. You tears know they salty and they burn. Oh my god! And then you know, um, <laughs> fucking. Uh, While you find it, I can bring up another thing I seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have Ice Cube on there, by the way. I think we should talk about him. But go ahead. Oh, no, yeah. So another video I watched was these two black kids walking in their neighborhood, and supposedly this neighborhood sidewalks are kind of messed up or got you know debris and shit on them. So they walking yeah. in the street. Cops pull them, pull up behind them for jaywalking. So they just come and they grab one of the kids, and this kid is not having it. Like, let me go, get the fuck off me. I'm tired of this shit. This and that, da 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 da. And his his cousin that's with him is saying, "Yo, just chill, man. Just calm down." So it's two different, two different reactions to it. Yeah. And the cops are, man, calm down, calm down. Why are you acting like it's like niggas get tired of this? Like you don't do this in white neighborhoods. Like ki- white kids don't get stopped by cops. They don't yeah. get stopped and frisked. So. After a while, you keep doing something to people, they gonna get upset. Yeah. And I, why don't you see that? Like this nigga was upset because he's probably had to deal with this before. And you talking about jaywalking? Yeah, we. Yeah. There's nothing better for you to do. Talking about jaywalking. Talking about jaywalking. Like go somewhere. I'm These get, are kids. I'm trying to get across the street. And they eventually did let him go, but it was so much. They put him in handcuffs. Oh, they put God. the one boy in the car. They punched him trying to get him in there. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. So yeah, um, yeah. So this shit is just you know, um, for people that don't recognize the you know, it just feels like they're in the Matrix or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when you finally wake up and see, see the see real world, on, yeah. yeah, it's like, and there's so much like. So anyway, I started watching this video of J- uh, Jim Brown, mm-hmm. former. Football, NFL football player mm-hmm. back in the 60s, shit, 50s, 60s. He was a wild boy. He was, a, he he was, was throwing boy. white women off balconies God in the 60s. Right. Yeah, he was and, a wild woo. boy. So, uh, 
he was on an interview. This is post his career now, but still like in the 19, it was early. And he was on an interview on this late night show with, at the time, the governor of Georgia. Uh, Infamous, racist, and just just fucking terrible person, Lester Maddox or Maddow. I don't know. What a a name like Lester. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's fucking just grinchy. Um, and he, he looks like that, everything. But yeah. this guy, like, Lester, like, back in the fifth, 60s, when, once they tried to do integration and stuff, mm-hmm. um, he owned, like, some type of restaurant or cafeteria in Atlanta. And he, he was caught on video, like, shooing black people away, like, mm-hmm. choking them, pushing them, like, get the fuck away from his restaurant, all that. Two years later, he becomes governor of fucking georgia and he wasn't about that uh he wasn't about desegregation at all you know he was about segregation he didn't believe so him and jim brown in this interview i encourage everybody to go watch it very just interesting Uh, you know jim brown and the dude is smart lester matter like he 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 is he's witty he's he is trump Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. And, but and smart. Trump, but smart. Okay. He's he's yeah. Trump, but like I he comes you. with all the tactics of like he'll throw you off your game and all this shit. Like he he's a, in a yeah. country motherfucker. But he he um so I'm listening to this interview and and I'm, they're going back and forth at mm-hmm. it, but it made me want to go watch that video. And I looked up that video and the video was two parts. It, it showed him and these these cops back in again, this is like or maybe 62 or something like that. Um, but I, I just want to show you how disturbing this is and how it relates to Get Out. Okay. okay. And it's uh, how long is it? Uh, it's two minutes and thirty seven seconds. You it's- think I got two minutes <laughs> and thirty six seconds to watch a video? Cause I do. Let's do it. <laughs> it's called Segregationist Defense: Continuing uh, Things as They Were. That nigga so scared. He don't want to say. Yes, sir. The prices will do a lot of things. 
Yeah, that that's some weird <laughs> shit. That's some weird shit. That that is get out. That's he said it, it's the segregation in the south. Like, <sighs> but just just look look like that dude's soul was snatched out yeah, of. Yeah. He said he worked for those people for twenty years, and you saw yeah. how scared he was. Yeah. And I wouldn't even say I that like, it looked like his soul was snatched. It was just that's what it was. He's scared to death. Like. What else is he gonna say? But that's what I'm saying. That's what <laughs> that's what they do. That's what yeah. And, yeah. And, and people question like when they say, "Why you? Why, why would somebody call them white devils?" <laughs> you yeah, see shit like that. Shit like that. Yeah. It's just it's just fucking disturbing. Like I know my mom. You know she from Georgia, yeah. a small town in Georgia, and she, they tell me about when they used to go to the doctor, had to go through around the back. That's and she was born in 57. That's crazy. So going around, so that means she was going to the doctor around in the 60s. Yeah. She had to go around the back to get inside, the, you know, the doctor's yeah. office. And then my granddad, man. Yeah. Sometimes I just say, just tell me the stories. Yeah. The stories he would tell me. So this man is born in the 30s or the 40s, growing up in a small town in Georgia. Jesus Christ. The stories he would tell me is this, this is crazy. I, I, I had to... There's a, a amazing videos on YouTube of uh, survivors of the Tulsa Tulsa mm-hmm. shootings. Yeah, have you seen those? Those oh, are yeah. like amazing mm-hmm. to watch. And it's, it's maybe like three minutes of you know, these mm-hmm. ninety year old people talking about it, but when they were kids, you know, mm-hmm. that happened. I think especially the one that I think the lady when she was talking about um, hiding under the bed and hearing what them people were saying when they came in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that man. one. One that shook me. It was like this dude, her, him, and his his, his sister ran out the house, and they said the uh, light poles were falling and things were on fire. And the little girl, like his little sister, asked, "Is the world on fire?" And he was like, "I don't know." <laughs> like our own U.S. Fire. military bombed this neighborhood. That's crazy. Like, think about that. U.S. bombed their own, their own neighborhood. There's never been a bombing like that from a plane, and you know, from us. From us, yeah. You know. Like, that's wild. And I think that's why uh, also another thing, you know, after all this, by the end of the week, Chappelle drops his goddamn special. Oh, yeah. And it's just yeah. like earth shattering, right? And For a lot of people. It I mean, wasn't even saying really the same a special, shit. you know what I'm saying? It was a special, it wasn't a comedy special. It was a comedy special, yeah. It wasn't <laughs> even right. really a comedy special. Yeah. Still confident. Yeah, it's yeah still, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it wasn't the point. Like, he's he the just, perfect comedian for these times. Yeah. Because like, yeah. he's already smart, insightful, and then he's just he's like break a it down and where you can relate and get it. He is he is the GOAT, and he is, mm-hmm. uh, he's become like a philosopher level yeah. person. Not even, you know what I'm saying? And it's proud, I'm proud to say he's a comedian. I'm proud to say he's black. I'm proud yeah. to say, you know, but thought-provoking shit. 
it's like white people are just getting up and and for him, you know he went at Don Lemon and all these mm-hmm. people um and I fucked with it um because yeah it's stupid to call out but at the same time he was doing what Don Lemon was asking for celebrities to speak up mm-hmm. it was a little bit of an oxymoron but I my thing is the reason why it's so good is because we trust Dave Chappelle because yeah. like usually with celebrities, sometimes you don't know their motive. You yeah. don't know right. are they scared to lose their marketing dollars? Are they scared to offend somebody? This man walked away from fifty million. He don't give yeah. a fuck. So just that alone lets me know he's anti establishment. Like he's not just gonna compromise who he is right. or his morals for money. Right. So that already when he comes out with a special like this and is talking, I can trust you a little more. Even if say he changed and now he is about it. Right. I still just based on his actions. I like to look at actions. I can trust you. I also your wonder word. how John Stewart would have would have would have done like done a segment on all this. But I'm gonna be honest, with you, Trevor Noah's phenomenal. Oh, no, he's that phenomenal. nigga. No, he he's phenomenal. He's for all the people, line. all the people that chilling. thought that you know he couldn't follow oh, he's a phenomenal, John yeah. Stewart. I was with it at the beginning. I'm like, this is actually still good. Yeah, it's still good. Yeah, but he's took it, taking it to another level. Since not it's just been online, not just, he's took it to a whole nother. Not level. not just this. He was taking it to another level before this. Yeah, I, I haven't still, seen it before. I wasn't watching before. Was, but yeah. what everything he's done since the quarantine, yeah. like I've been watching all the clips. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, yo, this dude is on it right now. Yeah, yo. yeah. so he, he been on it. Yeah, and yeah, 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 people are just probably realizing, but right, it's fire. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, so he's up. killing. It. I don't even need John Stewart. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Trevor, because he can relate. He went through apartheid, you yeah. know, all that stuff. And His parents went through apartheid. And all that. He's so important right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm just. Uh, Don Lim is important too. Like, you know, we brought him back to the black side. He wasn't always <laughs> liked in the black yeah, community. He wasn't always so on this. His his voice I is important too. Never, I don't know, man. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Right now, it's like I'm not trying to go against. And anybody that's for the cause or is pushing, yeah. just go, just go. We need, yeah, we need all thing. hands on deck. By and end of this on route Mount Rushmore, I want uh, Martin Luther King, I want Malcolm X, I want uh, uh, Harriet uh, Harriet Tugman, and I want Tupac. Those are my four right there. Uh, all right, that's what we guess we gotta put them up there. It's funny. I don't even want to get in. Okay, that's just pitting two black men against each other. <laughs> what? I'm about to say, this why it always goes back to my arguments before Biggie and Tupac. When I say Tupac was way more influential, way more important than Biggie. Biggie, of course, was the better lyricist. But I'm like, it's times like these where you just see it. Tupac's interviews are everywhere. Tupac has songs about this stuff. Like, you don't see Biggie in times like this. No, that's very true. But yeah, it's very true. Biggie's but. still my favorite rapper. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. But I'm saying when, when, when we're, when we're, when but, we're, but, we're but, arguing against who, who you like better, no, Biggie I've never too. Said that. He, no, he, no, I ain't saying yeah, you. Yeah. I'm just saying in general right, the consensus right, right. of being yeah, Tupac. Yeah. And I'm like, that's why I like Tupac was made, like even when you said you think Tupac would be putting out lame albums or something now if he was still alive. I'm like, no, nah, he he'll be an activist. No, he'll no, be okay, more of an activist. Okay, okay, and that's what I said. And but he'll probably be activist putting out some trash albums. But like, like you know, I still be rooting for him. But uh, no, I don't think the albums would be good. But he, I would definitely be rooting for him. I don't know. I just know he would definitely be more probably an actor and an activist for sure. I can sure. see that. I can see that. He was he hey, raised man, look, by Black Panthers. Yeah. Tupac was my first favorite rapper ever, man. Yeah, like, I, and he's still like maybe number two, number three. You know, he's, yeah. he's still great. And and what he does as a man though. Like when it comes yeah. to activi- activism, what he stood for, and what when people actually listen beyond the thug shit, 
You know what I'm saying? Just like, or even if you analyze but the thug you, yeah, shit, yeah, he had a metaphor. He had an acronym he, he, yeah. for the thug shit. Yeah. Well, it wasn't what people take thug right, as. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. So, so if you look into it, you'll, you know, Tupac yeah. was a great man. But uh, yeah, and I was watching videos on him. Like, just it just it's just a lot of trigger and stuff. Like, you know, just trying to understand my own voice too and like what our purpose is and all this like what can we do more and then on top of that kind of being a hypochondriac and being scared to go outside because it's like yo this shit's rising back up coronavirus yeah, my dad. so it's just like what the fuck man yeah slice <laughs> slice called me uh PJ slice. yeah he called me late friday night friday night or saturday night one or two uh let me hit the ac it's hot yeah he called me late one of those nights and i'm like uh uh, daddy, hello. Uh, he's like, "What's up, son?" I'm like, "What's going on?" He was like, "Yeah, man, I'm just up, you know, because it was like 12:30 his time mm-hmm. on the East Coast." Um, he's like, "Yeah, I'm just up, and I'm thinking, you know, everything going on and stuff like that, and you know, you know, I'm thinking about the heirs to my to my name, you and your little brother, stuff like that." I said, "This nigga sound like Lord of the Rings and, and Game of Thrones." And but he was like, "Nah," he was like, "I just want to tell you, I had a vision, man. You guys are 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 leading something important right now, and you know, I want y'all to just stay stay grounded, stay focused. Y'all y'all are visionaries, and y'all are gonna be remembered for what you're doing in these times. Even just talking about your 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 feelings and being vulnerable, and you know, I I see you guys leading the movement, and, and very soon, you know, what I'm saying he was like, I'm not sure what the movement is. You know, it could be." just the movement of brothers together doing something or he was like but i just wanted to, i just had to call and tell you that because it was on my heart and i'm in there just emotional and shit i'm like i i, I think thank you man all right well it's past my bedtime so i'm gonna go to bed now you heard <laughs> but, that carl thomas starting to play yeah, i heard that bedroom. carl thomas starting to play like, <laughs> let me let, let me lay it down but it was it was good i was like you know what it's just it's important that like i said we stick together as black men and do what we got to do i mean especially in times like these so yeah man i just said uh, you yeah. know reparations i think that's the biggest With, thing well watch day. bob johnson yeah it's all about it's all about reparations like, and breaking it down and it just, it sucks i gotta do this with all this black positivity going on so i've seen a petition going around <laughs> that almost has its goal and so it basically so it says the petition is titled keep beyonce off black panther sequel <laughs> Damn! And I started laughing. Wait, keep her off the Black Panther, Panther sequel, sequel, like yeah. the movie. The, yes, like the soundtrack or in it. In it. La why? Listen, I mean, I mean, I, but I'm saying, what's <laughs> the mean, reason? Yeah, for what's their say? reason? Because yeah. I would they just said, immediately they think said, one thing. As a fan and lover of Marvel and Disney movies, I think it is best with best interest of fans and many lovers of the art. We would like to keep Beyonce out of Black Panther too. So she was announced to be in it. I, I'm, yeah, I, she signed a big deal with Disney, and so, so they she, just make, she, they're gonna bring her on to like she's gonna make music for a lot of. So stuff. she, I think people were confused. They were confused, but yeah, they said even though it's a great film and comic, many others, and I feel that's that's her vocal and physical acting is insufficient. In parentheses, they for lack Carmen for it? lack of better words. Amidst the protests and the times we were going through, we feel like her acting sucks and cannot take her serious enough to be fully entertained by her roles in movies. We would prefer that she continues to sing and make beautiful music, but as far as her acting goes, we know that she knows that her skills in theater are not worthy of such products of entertainment produced by Marvel Disney franchises. For better ideas of better actress to fill the role, 
we suggest that she be replaced by Rihanna, Zoe Zaldana, Zoe Kravitz, yeah, or Rihanna? or Zazie Beetz. Reason being is because we know that the movie will gross immensely, but the overall turnaround for the movie will be tarnished if it is to meet the standards of its predecessor, Black Panther. So, for the sake of the franchise and all the fans of Marvel and Disney, please direct Beyonce another role instead of, or please remove her entirely from the movie. Maybe make her a feature on a few songs on the soundtrack, but acting in any form, no. If any others agree, please sign this petition and share it as far as your reach goes. <laughs> the eye was in my room listen, laughing, listen. dog. Right now is not the time to be going at black women. Not at all. And our black people. Not at all. But as a real <laughs> nigga, <laughs> it is status quo to keep it as real as and real authentic as possible. As possible. <laughs> And if Beyonce didn't goddamn ruin Lion King with her terrible voiceover as Nala, symbol, 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 oh no, symbol. Oh, I could man. not stand her voice in that. And what movie have we liked her in acting? Man, I don't know. But at the end of the day, I agree with that I statement. I agree with that statement. But let's leave this alone. Why are you writing articles we'll at a come time back like to this? We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. It's not fair to anybody. I commend you for writing it because it's hilarious. That, and it's brave. And it's brave. During these times, you would say something so real. So true. <laughs> I don't want to see Beyonce doing that shuffle in Black Panther. <laughs> coming down with... A moon man. A moon All you hear is, is she coming down in that ship. Oh, my single lady. Oh, my single lady. Oh, my single lady. Oh, my single lady. She come off dancing. Like, I don't want to see that shit right now, man. And we love Beyonce. That's the bubble. I love Beyonce. Beyonce Both of y'all going to get a call from an unmarked number. And it's going, you going to hear a voice. I'm going to kill y'all. going to laugh. Jay-Z, I know it's you, nigga. If it's honestly Jay-Z, you No, you going to hear it. You going to hear it. No, you going to hear a knock at your door. And you're going to open it. You're going to see a pack of camel, my, uh, the camel cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> no. Oh, <boy. laughs> the camel. He done went over his last hump, niggas. It's Hilarious. over. Uh, but um, speaking of movies, The Five Bloods. I didn't see it. How did? How was it? It was amazing as it looked. Aren't great you? movie. It's great man. movie. Great movie. Spike it's Lee movie. got him one. Yeah, he got him one. One of my favorite directors. He got with that nigga. Yeah. He finally got us one. And that nigga Delroy Lindo. Oh, man. Uh, however you say his last name. Delroy? What has he been? You know, the, you know, the one we always say look like LeBron James older. Yeah. He's been in all this He's in good Spike Lee movies. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dark skin dude. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. He killed it. Yeah, phenomenal. What? His acting. Yeah. Like, he showed you what PTSD looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he was yeah. acting. And man. honestly, it was, a good movie. it was funny. A lot of it was funny. Right. Like, not even trying to be funny, but it was just the old niggas doing old nigga shit. Right. It right. was funny, but it was well, you know, well it was, acted. It was it, just a good movie. It was a good movie. It was a good, was movie. A good movie. I ain't saying it's like phenomenal, but it's right. just a good movie, a good black movie. Especially in times like this. Chadwick yeah. Bozeman did good. Yeah. Everybody did good. I gotta see it, and it's a stylish as Spike Lee. Is it Spike Lee style? Kind of, somewhat, somewhat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you gonna get it. Yeah, you yeah, you yeah, know yeah. he gonna give you what you want, right, but right, right. for the most part, it's just a just breaking good that movie. fourth wall yeah. uh, at least once. Uh, yeah, eventually <laughs> he he does it, and yeah. then he does other jokes in there. If you watched other shit, that you're yeah. like, man, this is hilarious. I but yeah, I think, yeah. That's one of my favorite directors. Yeah. 
And he's an important director, especially in these times. Definitely important. How much did the movie relate to what's going on now? Was it really, was there a correlation at all? Because I know that took place in Vietnam. Vietnam? Yeah, it's more about these four vets (laughs) who went to Vietnam and then like one of their brothers died and they buried some gold that they wanted to give to like black people. It's reparations in a way. Mm -hmm. So they're going back after all these years to get his remains and get that gold. Yeah, yeah. And then you You see the obstacles because of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was, yeah, it was good. About two hours, two and a half hours. Two, two thirty-five. Yeah. How do you feel the state of like entertainment after this is done? Do we just go back to norm, or do you feel like a lot of like I'm finding it hard even as creators like well, to make content when and not addressing kind of what's going well, on. Well, here's in the, the world, thing: you know what I mean? art imitates life, so you're gonna have a lot more. You know, in black empowerment, yeah, s- stuff, black movies, right. shows. They may. I remember they were supposed to be doing a Tulsa, like Black Wall Street. Yeah. I don't know if they ever did it, but if they and didn't, then, that's gonna happen. You're just gonna see the, the first watch black, Watchmen first. They were talking about the first black samurai. Was, I know that's been talked about, but it's like this first, I went read about them the other day. It's they're trying to do a movie. I don't know if they're gonna get Chad, but I was like, oh, low. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it was. Uh, it's it's probably gonna be a lot of they can, they can um, blackface Tom Cruise, oh, so he can go duh. from the last samurai to, to the, the first black to the first black samurai. Black samurai. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a bad movie. And that, that was a great movie. Not a bad movie. Like that samurai movie. to the first black <laughs> samurai. But he he too worried. He going to space. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's right. That's right. Samurai right. anymore. Yeah, Been there, done that for him. That's right. Um, and other black and since we keeping it all black today so i was on twitter and this video came up i seen that i was laughing so basically it's a guy i'm gonna shout him out to is is at is at his name maurice and he has let me mount your tv and this is his promo i just want you to listen i want you to listen to his promo turn it the other way so Emmanuel can see it while you while you because i know you Phenomenal. Get that shit Phenomenal. there. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yes. I, I said, love it. I said one. I love it. It's one. It's funny. It's memorable. It's true. He's sitting on the mount. Yeah. He's getting real. the information across. Yeah. It's real. I said, I know his. I know niggas hit him. I know they Even did. Even if it wasn't just to be funny and just get it on camera for clout, the niggas hit him. Yeah. So either way, he's making money <laughs> he's for excited, serious yeah. inquiries <laughs> or people that just want to get him on, on their social. Yeah, because that, that, that is amazing. These I, are the type of commercials we need to see on TV. <laughs> exactly. You want to mount your the world TV? I want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Authenticity. Niggas going after what that they ain't no want. other one. Remember the other uh, the flea market one we used to love? Oh, oh my God. What was the high uh, uh, again? Uh, at the mini mall. At no, the no, mini mall. No. Something like that. <laughs> that shit. But yeah. Can I show you a video that made me laugh? Yeah. Out of all my depressed week. <laughs> <laughs> this this video. Did y'all see the, the black family at the zoo? No. Y'all didn't see it? No, I don't think I've seen the black family. Oh my God, bro. Yeah. I'm encouraging everyone to fucking go watch this shit. Mount your motherfucking TV, bitch. And mounting the TV is a tough job. So, like, and niggas always want their TV mounted. Always what they Think about all the people that looted TV. They need that shit mounted (laughs) now. (laughs) He got plenty of business. Y'all tell me what the fuck is happening here. (laughs) 
It's a drive through. Mama make me laugh so what? Everybody say shoo. <laughs> Dry. <laughs> she crying. These are cows. Man. <laughs> These are cows. Why aren't they driving? Why aren't they driving? This little boy threw up on her. Why y'all decide to go there if you that scared? No, that was that, just no. the I was dying I, laughing. I don't at know this video. what was going on. I it. didn't know what I'm like. It says black family goes through zoo, and I'm like, hold on, what type of drive through? <laughs> and these these are cows. These are cow- what or zoo? Bulls. Like what what, what, what zoo? zoo? No, but they have all kind of drive throughs like that. You can feed <laughs> ostriches and all kind of different animals. No. I've seen that many times, but. Why y'all there if y'all scared? Yeah, go home. And then just drive. To, and why they have the windows rolled? <laughs> just drive. <laughs> just roll up the windows. Oh, shit. Here they come again. Unless this is a car in front of you, you can't move. Uh, drive when she said, off. everybody say shoo. Everybody say shoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Everybody say shoo. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta laugh. Clip. That's yeah. that's amazing. That anyway, man. Is amazing. Uh, what else we got? That's so all. That's, Chappelle, that's... we talked about Chappelle. Yeah. Phenomenal stand up. Yeah. Where do you rank this on any do you even rank it in the comedy? You know, I don't think you rank it. I think it's just a message that needs to be out. It needs to be out. Yeah. Right? Um, I hear a lot of the his critics, or white critics especially, bring the or or Fucking, uh, but yeah, j- j- just them saying like, well, you know, it really wasn't that funny. Y- you know, as soon as they don't get the message, like yeah. the message just went, yeah, over a- the fucking head because yeah. you don't want to see the yeah. message. They don't want to see the message. That's so, what Khaled was talking about. They, if you don't want to see the message, of course you ain't gonna get it. Where's Khaled? Yeah, where Khaled? we need Khaled. Maybe not Ja Rule, but we need Khaled right now. No, we need Ja Rule, man. <laughs> How we gonna kick out the black dude <laughs> bringing this dude? <laughs> we need Ja. Um, man, I hope everybody stays blessed, man. Yeah, stay blessed, and, stay uh, safe. Uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Comedy Trap House. Uh, remember to rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, leave your reviews. That helps us go up in the ratings. And um, yeah, man, we we love you guys. Stay safe, stay powerful out there, and. Uh, 
drop your questions uh, on the Patreon. If you're not on the Patreon, subscribe. Get your boss talk. Get your questions. Get the videos. Yo, hurry the fuck up, man. Yeah, obviously, man, you want you guys to hurry up and log on <laughs> and do boss talk and all that stuff. So make sure y'all hurry up. Y'all frustrating them. We love you guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.